Welcome to the Art of Wellness podcast. I'm Kara Reitz. I believe that each individual is an artist and that wellness is not defined by any one method or practice, but whatever you do that makes you show up in life as your best self, unique to you, to curate your life like the work of art that it is, speaking your truth. Here we will talk about everything from following your life's passion to how we are treating ourselves and mind, body, and spirit and how this all connects to the deeper world around us and the beautiful work of art that is life. Hello, and welcome back to the Art of Wellness Society podcast. I hope everyone is having a great day, week, month, year, wherever you are. And today on the podcast, this episode is going to be discussing action. And you're probably thinking, what? Okay, I don't even, I'm going to not listen right now. But please, please stop. Please don't stop the podcast. I'm talking about action because it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, believe it or not. And I'm talking about taking action in your life, in your dreams, and in your relationships and what it all really means. I've talked about our four tools that are essential for getting to our desires, which are kind of what the premise of Art of Wellness Society is all about, which are imagine, focus, feeling, and action. And now for me personally, the first three things make sense and I am able to achieve pretty easily. I don't really have any difficulty imagining my dreams and I enjoy focusing on them and daydreaming about them. And I also enjoy feeling what it's going to feel like when I have the dream and get to the goal. But the action part, that's where it can get a little confusing because all of us have dreams and goals, but the missing link to making those dreams a reality is taking actual action toward the dream. Let's say, for example, you dream of becoming a great author and writing the next great novel, yet right when you have the idea, you immediately cut yourself off from that dream becoming a reality in your life because you have the idea, that burst of inspiration, and then you think to yourself, well, how? There's too much competition out there. I don't know how to contact a publisher, and I don't even know what I would write about. So right away, we are shutting our manifestation down. Getting in your own way and cutting the positive flow of energy off completely. So then, yes, there's your answer. Those dreams will continue to stay just that. Dreams, not a reality. We have to understand that those realism type thoughts and doubts that come into our minds when we think of our big dreams actually aren't fact and they haven't happened. I know that I talk about conditioning a lot, um, but those limited thoughts that fly in so easily actually almost easier than the dreams or the goals you have is all conditioning 
because since we could crawl, we've been fed a narrative of the haves and the have-nots, right? And that there's only so much of the pie to go around. This is all false. The pie is infinite. More than that, the pie doesn't even frickin' exist. The limited pie is all generational conditioning and trauma, societal fear, and media manipulation, which we are fed constantly every day. Because just as one could say that your dream is too big or unrealistic, well, then the argument could be then neither is the negative thoughts of failure, of what could go wrong, or the impossibility of it all. So you actually have the ability to choose which side you're on, right? When you shoot that rocket of desire for your goal or dream, when you do that, you immediately set it in motion. It's out there. It's in the ether. It's already becoming a reality the moment you think about it. Now, you're the one who's got to line up with the desire here in your reality. You've got to focus on it and you have to feel it. You did the imagining part, right? So that's three steps. And then the final part, you have to take action toward it, which brings us to our main topic today, action. All our lives, we hear so much about taking action from everyone I would say specifically, especially from our parents, telling you to take action in your career, in, in your relationships, um, take action to maybe right a wrong, even be an activist. That's all fine. Okay. But what I have a problem with is when people say take action, more often than not, it it's coming from a place of resistant, anxious, rushed, and almost chaotic energy and connotation. It's like they're saying without saying it, hurry up and get moving on with your life because there's only so much time. There's only so much of the pie to go around once again. So there we are back again at square one. Launch the desire and shoot it down immediately limiting and conditioning. The truth is that yes, the only way to ever get to your desired reality is by taking action. But it must only be aligned action in combination with clear awareness, focus and feeling. The deep belief in yourself that your dream is meant for you and also a whole lot of trust in yourself. Because all through my life, I fell right into what I like to call it and refer to it now as the anxious action trap. Completely neglecting the alignment part. Neglecting the synchronicities and of my life. Neglecting awareness and neglecting how I really felt about something. This always led me to misaligned action. I had it all backward. I thought I have to take action first and then I will have peace. Then I will have alignment. Then I will eventually maybe have happiness. 
It all goes back to that old saying of believing in what is unseen. You have to feel peace. You have to feel positivity and clarity and happiness. And then take the action toward your dream. Sure, you can definitely go through life taking action first. Action after action and continue waiting for that peace and that alignment to come. Hoping for it. And maybe your reality eventually will look on the surface like what you'd always dreamed it would. Maybe you will get all the money and you'll have the dream career. All real, all materially there. But how will you feel within? I don't know. Only you can answer that. But for myself personally, whenever I have taken action first without aligning, I did, in fact, end up getting what I wanted in my physical reality. But it didn't matter because it never felt as good as I thought it would. Inside, I wasn't lined up with the desire. I wasn't ready for it, even though it was something I maybe had been hoping for for years and years. It was right there in front of me, and I wasn't ready for it because I wasn't aligned. I didn't really feel good about it. This all might be a little bit confusing, so I'm just going to give a few examples. For the example of a misaligned action before alignment and clarity would be the feeling of grinding through something, like going on a ton of different interviews or being surrounded by people who make you feel uncomfortable, like working at a corporation where you might feel really unappreciated for your work or your ideas, and yet you stay because you want to claw your way to the top. This is all completely sacrificing your happiness and your true path for the path that others have laid out for you. Getting to the top of that corporate ladder isn't going to make you happy. In fact, it'll even bring more resistance in your life because you were never aligned first. You never took the time to sit with yourself and really feel what you really wanted. We live in an abundant universe. And I know that sounds really cliche, but we do. Think about it for a minute. There's way more abundance out there in nature than there is lack. There's abundance of people. There's abundance of animals, trees, fruits and vegetables, abundance of oceans and lakes, and abundance of cars and abundance of music, movies, abundance of sky above us. I could go on forever. So the thought that there is only so much of the pie to go around is absolutely ridiculous. But you're the one who chooses if you are an abundant, limitless individual, if your life is limitless or you can also decide if you are limited and your life is lacking. It's all on you. It's your perspective. Okay, so an example of aligned action would be, 
let's say you want to be a photographer. So you buy the nice camera and that buying that camera then will inspire you further to learn about it and learn how to use it. So you do. This is aligned action number one. Okay, great. Now I know how to use the camera, but what do I shoot? I don't know what to shoot. So maybe you're going for a walk and you happen to see some cool plants and beautiful nature, some interesting buildings in your neighborhood. Oh, there it is. Okay, I will take photos of that. That's aligned action number two. This type of action feels exciting and it feels new and you're learning something and it's in flow with your desire. So you take the photos and then you go home and you look back at them and maybe you don't like what you did with the lighting or the settings or the angle. So you say to yourself, okay, well, I learned from that. But I also realize looking at these photos that I'm really good with taking detail shots of flowers specifically. Cool. I'll go back, I'll change the setting, and I'll try more detailed shots. So you do. Aligned action number three. You see what I'm saying here? The key difference here between aligned action and misaligned action is that when you take the aligned action step, you are being guided by your good feelings. You're going with your gut and then you're taking the action that lights you up, whatever action that may be. Though the examples of the aligned action I just gave seem really small, realize that they're not because no aligned action is ever small. It's right. It's your path. There are going to be many, many small steps and some big leaps, but more small than large along the way. The small, guided, and aligned actions are like little signs from the universe. They are your guiding posts and they're reminders of your limitlessness and abundance. I wanted to conclude this episode by touching on the topic of the art of allowing and manifestation a bit. When first learning about the art of allowing or manifestation, I think that people are initially really attracted to manifestation because on the surface, it's like, oh, awesome. Like, this is my golden ticket easy ride, almost like a Disney World fast pass to anything I want. And when I first learned about it, I was like, I don't believe this. So you're saying that if I just let go and do nothing, I will get what I want? No. Manifestation, yes, for me, is about visualizing and getting clear. But the allowing part is about quieting my mind enough, tuning within enough so that I can feel and be aware of the next right step, the next action. What I am allowing in is the next steps. I'm allowing my awareness to rise, allowing myself to see clearly. Yes, you are allowing things in when you manifest, but it's about what you do with that information that comes to your mind and what comes in. And how you act upon those things. 
Because we have so many things thrown at us in a given day. Like 6,000 or more thoughts run through our mind all in 24 hours. Every single day is a journey in and of itself. But when we have allowed our awareness to rise enough so that we can kind of see the synchronicities and the opportunities, when our mind is open, when we are open, whether it be a thought or an idea you have, a, a person or a place you encounter, it all lines up and it all weaves together to show you the next action step to take. So that was my, that's how I look at taking action in life. Taking action does not have to be a stressed, rushed situation. Yes, sometimes you have to make a decision on things quickly and for the sake of your own well-being or your family. But when it comes to your dreams and your desires, Try not to hold that feeling of pressure and, and anxious action, that anxious energy, because that's just going to block you and you're going to keep hitting a brick wall and things are going to be a lot harder. They're going to feel a lot harder and more stressful. And you're going to feel like you're clawing your way up Mount Everest. And you'll probably, not probably, but you might quit along the way and get really discouraged and then start have to start again. Instead of staying in flow and staying clear and aware and, and just trying to quiet your mind enough, even if it's for two minutes or five minutes, ten minutes a day, to just allow things to settle in, let the awareness raise, and then go on with your day and just watch, watch what happens. I also wanted to um, say one more thing about the ebook that is coming, The Art of Wellness Inspiration Generator, the journal and guide. Um, it's really going to be coming out soon and probably within the next two weeks, I'm going to make an official announcement in my newsletter. If you're subscribed to that, you can go ahead and go to artofwellnesssociety.com and click on the subscribe button, enter your email, and you will get all the updates and never miss anything new that's coming out. Um, so I will be announcing that officially. And I'll be obviously announcing it also on my Art of Wellness Society Instagram page. So I really, really hope you took something from this episode. And start small, you know. Start with a small aligned action every day. If you feel like... Like I said, the photography example, if you saw something inspiring the other day, go outside and go take a photo of it and then, you know, see how you feel after that. Maybe you'll want to take more photos. I don't know, but just start small and just see how good it feels to stay in flow. And then you can, you know, take it from there. And that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> so I hope you have a wonderful day, night, evening, week from wherever you are and talk again soon.